1: Taking a move that I make, I give it everything I got, cause that what it takes. I push the limit till it break, the heart of the brave, the soul of a legend with the will to be great. Hold
0: up. Welcome. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to the latest edition of No Mercy. We're here. In uh, one of my home studios, thanks to our official studio sponsor, FanDuel Sportsbook. FanDuel is the official sports betting company of the No Mercy podcast. You know, <clears throat> I know I don't look it, you know. But 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 I was born uh, before the 70s and the 80s. And in the 80s and 90s, we all know what New York was about. Okay, we know what New York was about, all right? It was a time of great creativity. Rap music was it. It was all out in a bag of chips. Listen to what I'm trying to tell you, okay? I'm talking about long before these other dudes came and You didn't understand what the hell they were saying. They were talking so fast, couldn't even comprehend what they were saying, okay? I, would, I grew up in the in the real era. I grew up with Curtis Blow. I grew up with Run DMC. I grew up with LL Cool J, Cool Mo D, okay? KRS-One, The cruise, Eric B. and Rock Camp. I grew up with those brothers. All right, that's what I loved. My Adidas, Sucker MCs, Rock the Bells, Kumo D. One of my favorite all-time jams ever. This is for the lover in you. I mean, I could break it down to you. You want me to start? Y'all want me to give y'all? Y'all want me to give y'all some lyrics to jump jump, jump it off top? Take it from the man that does it real smooth. that yo, baby, yo, baby. It's not the move. You got to treat it with respect. Never neglect. Try to protect. Most of all, project some intellect. Presenting yourself proper is important if you truly do want to. So be a gentleman. And be in a corner. Make her feel like the most. For example, forget good fellas and take her to see ghosts. See, I ain't going to go any further. I just wanted to show you I know some lyrics, okay? But that was a good time. Rap music was it. But you know what else was big around that time? Def comedy jam. Remember when Martin Lawrence was hosting it? Remember when Katz was coming from all over the place? Some of the stuff you said: Martin Lawrence, Adele Givens, Chris Rock, some more. Damon Wayans, Jamie Foxx. The late Bernie Mac. God rest us up. You don't understand. I ain't scared of you, motherfucker. You don't understand. Go look it up. One of the great all-time stand-up comedic performances ever. That was Bernie Mac. Listen to what I'm telling you. God, I miss that brother. I miss him so much. Here's the interesting part about it. Around that time, because stand-up comedy was so big, with the HBO's Def Comedy Jam, just like I just broke down to you, it was special. We saw some of the greatest comedic geniuses ever. And my next guest, to me, is one of those dudes. He's still around. I ain't going to tell you he's looking good because he's the first to tell you he's still looking good. He think he's sexy and stuff. He got a movie coming out where he plays stripper. So evidently he ain't looking that damn bad, okay? Made a mark on stage and created one of the most popular catchphrases in all of pop culture. Stay right there, don't go anywhere. The man himself is coming in the house. Got a new book coming out, got a new movie coming out. Still doing stand-up comedy, doing his thing. He's also my brother. I love him to death, I can't wait to talk to him. The one and only Bill Bellamy is in the house. Next, don't go
1: anywhere. This is the moment of a lifetime. Uh-huh. The clock's ticking like my lifeline. Until I flatline, I push it to the red line. Who gon' stop me high? Who gon' stop me high?
0: My guest is a trailblazing stand-up comedian, former MTV VJ and actor, who has appeared in films like Love, Jones, yep. Any Given Sunday. Hey, I'm the greatest receiver who's ever lived. He recently added the title author to his list of accomplishments what? with the release of his memoir, Top Billing, Stories of Laughter, Lessons, and Triumph, my brother, the one and only Bill Bellamy. Come What's on, up, big Steve, time? Man.
2: Come on, Steve. What's man. up, baby? Hey, man, you've you, you been my big brother for a long time. You show me there's no ceilings or ambition. You Listen. show me we, if we grind, we shine.
0: How are you? I mean, because I'm sitting there and I appreciate the love, man, but it's well-deserved because I ain't giving up shit that ain't deserved. You know me. It's well-deserved. Okay. Absolutely. I mean, you know, the author, you're an author. Now you decided to write a book at this time.
2: Yeah. Why? Well, it was something that I was always just intrigued by. And the only, I think it's just God because COVID hit. I had time to really focus I wasn't being distracted by different projects Mm -hmm. because when you do a book you gotta give two, three hours a day these sessions of going over your life I'm looking over four to five hundred pictures thank God I was taking a bunch of pictures throughout my career because Mm -hmm. the the pictures were jogging my memory Mm -hmm. and I'm like oh Oh, remember that joint with Tupac? Oh, TLC. Right. So then, so once I got with uh, Nicole Smith, who helped me just sort of organize my thoughts and organize my story, it just became like a soundtrack or a movie of the 90s in a way. Ooh. That's what the book is like. When you read the book, I think people are going to be like, yo, I was at... Man, I was at Howard University. I was at blah, blah, blah. I was in, I was working at uh, Wendy's. I was night- at
0: a nightclub in Atlanta, yeah. when you rolled up, a, it was at the Aretha Franklin's funeral. <laughs> Don't even get me started with, yeah. I swear to God, I was crying. I was crying for hours over that yeah, one. We won't let her rest in peace. What happened to that? What happened? <laughs> what happened to, They won't let her rest. You got it. When you stood up on the spun on the wall. Oh and my stuff, God. I swear to God, I, I, I was I, crying.
2: I did a joke about Aretha Franklin. I was like, she the only person I know no who was dead that changed their clothes? That's right. She changed her clothes three no, times.
0: I thought you said it was more like eight or eight, nine. Eight, they, what, right? I mean it was like three a day. Yeah, she came. It was changing. like three a day. And they're like, they're like, what the hell's going on here? Like, is she going to another show? That's right. It 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 just reminded you sometimes what's wrong with us? What's wrong yeah, with us? You Some know, of the as, stuff as, that
2: we do. And the culture. That's right. We are very interesting people. But
0: so 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 you wrote this book and you wanted to tell all of these interesting stories when you finally did it. Yes. What did you discover? About yourself, mm -hmm. about what you endured throughout all of these years.
2: I think the most incredible thing that I that I experienced was that God has really blessed my life because it's really no way you can explain how I could start over here as a regular kid growing up in Newark, New Jersey, get into the entertainment business with no formal training or like nobody to teach me how to be a comedian or this, that, and the other, Mm -hmm. become a comedian and then shoot off on MTV and then shoot in the movies. How did that happen? Like, it's just, it was our divine intervention or something or, you know, my dreams. I feel like one of the things I discovered about dreams, dreams are manifestations of things that are attainable if you push through. Mm. And I hope that when people read my book that they'll be like, man, then I should just, you know, I should keep trying. Don't Mm. give up. You know what I'm saying? I could have quit. I could have quit along the way and stuff, but I was just like, yo, I can do this. I, I, I just felt like, I remember seeing other people get on and I wasn't on. I remember couldn't get into parties in New York. You know what I'm saying? I remember remember when I couldn't get into Def Jam party and I seen Mary J. Blige going. I was like, I got to get my weight up. I ain't got no name yet.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I feel you on that. You know what I mean? When when you talk about pushing through, yes. give us an example, clarify, illuminate for us Mm -hmm. the kind of things that you had to push through in order to get to the point that
2: you've gotten to. Pushing through for me was I mean a, I want examples. Okay, I'm gonna yeah. give you an example of 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 like pushing through. When I went to MTV, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, yeah. they didn't necessarily, you know, they were just thinking about playing black music. Mm. And um or or our music whatever you want to call it. And at that time, they told me that I was only going to be in the urban area. And mm. I was like, man, that's crazy. You just gonna limit me. I just got here. You don't right. think I could learn rock music and do all these different things. So I just kept pushing. I was like, yo, I could do that band. I could let me do the Kurt Cobain interview. Let me do this. Let me do. This. I went from being in a box to doing everything. Mm. So I went from being MTV Jams, top 40 countdown. I'm doing uh spring break, I'm doing uh MTV Beach House. So I would I just pushed through in that area that opened me up to become more of a household name. That's one. Another version of pushing through is not settling for roles that were easy. You know what I'm saying? Like there was a lot of movies that I was just like, nah, I don't want to do that. Cause that ain't really repping guys like me and Steven Eck. Right. You know what I'm saying? I always felt like I was repping my my hood. Right. Every every role I always felt like I was representing a dude that looked like me, came from a street like me. So I was like, if I can't go back to the barbershop, that's then, right. I, I can't do that wrong.
0: And that's the biggest thing. I'm glad you brought that up because it's like, people think about, listen, you don't have to think like everybody else. You could have your own independent thoughts. All of that stuff could be true. But when you really, really know Mm-hmm. That you ain't you ain't let go of yourself. You ain't sold out as yeah. when you could go back. Yeah, and like I go back anytime I want. I and still wh- go to the same damn barbershop. I mean, I, <laughs> that's not a good argument to make. But, it, but I'm I saying mean, you go the, when you the, can. The hairline has changed. <laughs> the hairline has changed. So I mean, I mean, clearly you. Know what I'm but it's the same damn barber that I've been going to for years. All right, right. I still go back to the neighborhood all the time. And you got to be able to do that. But to me, I've watched your career. And and by the way, how
2: long? Have you been doing this? This year, I must say, is probably right at 30. 30 years. Yeah. And it was so what's so amazing about that, I can't believe it. Because I have to actually look at years I've been doing this thing. And I was like, damn. Damn. Right. Three decades? Yeah. But yeah. you don't look at them. No, no. You I, don't look at it. I didn't you, let the game yeah, beat the brakes off I, me. I, I met
0: your wife. You don't need to let it go. I'm good. You don't need to let it go. I'm you, good. Need, you need to be good. <laughs> you need to make sure she's good. You know yeah, what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. You gotta look the you part, got, my yeah, brother. Gotta, no question gotta, about you, that. You gotta
2: keep wifey happy. Exactly. For
0: sure. So, so when you look at it as you as you reflect on your career, mm-hmm. is there a moment that stands out for you that's like your proudest moment?
2: Oh, wow, Steve. That's good. Um, there's so many proud moments. Um, in my career, I think one of my most proud moments would to be the first time I was the lead in a movie. Okay. You know, I would say how to be a player was the first time that I was the lead. It was That's my a, movie. I remember so it, that, was that was a breakthrough. I tried to movie. teach you a few things. You, did. you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Yes, you so, did. I mean, I showed you how to stay out, stay in them streets and duck and die. <laughs> but um, that was a really, really right. wonderful moment. Um, another moment, like, uh, for me, was interviewing Michael Jackson because... Mm. Um, no, he wouldn't interview a lot of people. He just was not that. I don't want anybody to No, no, no. He would not interview. And he chose me to uh, do his videos. I mean, to do his interview for his, uh, for the screen. Mm -hmm. Um, no, for history album, for the history album. Okay. So I did that. That was a breakthrough. Like, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. Mm -hmm. And then I think another one, um, Was being a father too. Like, I was like, wow, like, I never knew I could be a dad. Like, I mean, like, I knew kid people that had kids. I was like, man, you got got kids? (laughs) Y'all got baby seats? (laughs) You know what I mean? So, when I first became a dad, I think that was kind of like, oh, wow, Mm. I'm in a whole nother lane, you Mm. know? Is there a moment that stands out in your mind that was the roughest? Ah, losing my parents, Mm. losing my parents, losing my brother. Ah oh, man, it's just no preparation for that that loss. Like, you know, when um the lights ain't on for that one. You know, that ain't that ain't the you know uh the happy, you know, moment in your life. That's a that's a loss that you gotta figure out. It's like a storm of emotion of of loss, and you gotta figure out how to navigate it. It's mm-hmm. really, I think it's just a day-to-day process. I tell people, you know, you ain't gonna get over that. Mm-hmm. Losing your parent losing your mom, your dad, somebody really close to you, yeah. people will will say, yo, my condolences, all that stuff is cool, but like your journey is self, but on your own. You just, you muscle game that right. thing, some days you fall back and you okay. sad, in a mug. Then the next yep. day you reminisce on a memory and it's cool. Yeah. You don't never know how it hits you. Yeah, I, I lost my mom in
0: 2017. And I tell people all the time, mm. you never know when the moment's going to hit you. Yeah. But it's a moment and it, it could happen every day. And it could be for just a minute. Yeah. But you're in a dark place. Yeah. Right at the, there's nothing anybody could say. There's nothing anybody could do to make you smile and make Mm-mm. you feel better, whatever. You just got to get through it.
2: Yeah, you just got to be able to... Um, get through it, and I tell you, for anybody that's, you know, people that are listening, enjoy your moments with your parents. Yeah. When I see people who still got their mom and dad now, I'm glad that I took the time. Like, I made moments. Like, I just, I I was into my parents. Like, I was like, you know, I was a daddy's boy. You know, I I love my parents. I was just like, yo, y'all want to go to Jamaica? Y'all want (laughs) to do something? Like, I was always trying to do stuff for them that they wouldn't do for themselves. You know what I'm saying? So now that I did that and took all those pictures and I have video and all this stuff, I'm happy that I made the time. So all I can say is just make time. I don't care. Oh, mama. Even if your mama get on your nerves, go see her. Is that moment? Go call her. Is that moment? Assuming that this happened,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: was that moment the closest that you ever came to, to not wanting to laugh, to not wanting to make other people laugh, Mm -hmm. or has that moment ever arrived in your career as a comedian where you just said... I don't give a damn about making nobody laugh.
2: Yeah, man. has that ever happened to you? Yeah, we, those things tested yeah. my tested my fortitude. Um, and they say you can't have the testimony without the test. I hear a lot of people say that, and it's mm-hmm. very very true. Um, I just remember what was so crazy when I lost my. Um, my my brother, right? Mm-hmm. I had two sold out shows in Hartford, Connecticut. I'll yes. never forget this. It was so crazy. And um, I was, I, I literally was lost. Just like you said, I did, i don't, ain't nothing funny. There's yes. no way I could do this. My brother uh, is gone. We were like, I just talked to him on Tuesday. Yes. We were supposed to hang out Friday. Yes. He's gone on Saturday. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. Do you know in the midst of my pain, mm-hmm. <clears throat> My boys was in my room, they like, yo, P, man, let's just, whatever. And I was like, yo, man, we owe this to the people. Mm-hmm. And I I don't know where that, it, it was like pain, 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 and then a beam of light. Yeah. And I say, yo, man, we owe these shows to the people, man. Let's go, everybody, let's go to our rooms, let's get ready, let's, get, let's rock out. And they was like, are you serious? I was like, yeah, let's rock out. Mm-hmm. Go out, we do the shows. Two standing ovations that night. The people didn't even know what I was going through. Do you know, at the end of that first show, this family came up to me in a wheelchair with their mom and said, Mr. Bellamy, thank you for bringing so much joy to my mom. Cause she hasn't been out the house in like two years since my dad passed and she hasn't had any fun. You made her feel like our mom again. Then I was like, yo, then it was worth it. Mm. It was worth it to share the gift with the people. Cause people sleep on laughter. Laughter and music. Oh my lord, bruh! It, take them away, it, away and see what happens. Take them away and see what happens. And it's interesting <laughs>
0: because I was getting ready to go to this place with you. Go ahead. I think the comedic world mm. is in trouble, and I'm appalled by it. Right. My and, and like this culture that we living in right now. You
2: can't say anything. Oh, everybody's everybody looking for somebody everything. to get
0: fired. And I, I mean, it's the, I mean, to far as I'm concerned. It, it, Listen. As long as you ain't prejudiced, everybody open game. Everybody's talking. That's the way I That's, feel what, about that's it. what comedy is. Comedy
2: and- is about truth. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. And it's like I'm not. I'm not going to surrender to the cancel culture thing because I just think that it's it's so biased. Mm-hmm. It's so subjective right. to the area where you are, who's in the room. Right. Over 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 overall, as long as you're not trying to right. be malicious to people, right. we should find just to be funny, right. like have a good time. It's in jest, it's like, oh, we having a good time. We cracking jokes on sports. We talking about each other's personalities. We have fun. You laugh at yourself, Steve. That's right. People pick on you, you don't care. You come right back. Cause you can go, you can go with them. You know what I'm saying? Cause you know, you know who you are and you accept it. It's so cool though. Some people are too stiff and that's what I feel like in in the comedy where it goes in cycles. Remember when Janet Jackson had the little malfunction? Yeah, 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 it the cleavage, the cleavage. On, cleavage.
0: It on a Sunday afternoon, as Chris yeah, 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 Rock would say.
2: Yes, I remember. It we was just nice. the lake.
0: And then I didn't mind, but I understand. I, I wasn't upset. Were you upset?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I I never saw it as a malfunction. <laughs> Neither did I. I thought it was <laughs> part <laughs> of the show. I thought it was a <Yeah>, part of the show. I it was <laughs> a great part of the show. That's exactly what I thought. <laughs> Everybody up in the raw. Everybody. I remember going on the radio station after that, you had to sign a you had to sign some type of form that your, your language would be this, you can't say these words and this, that, and the other. Everybody got tight, then it loosened up again. And now again, the cancel culture came out of it, blah, blah, blah. It goes in waves. You just got to get through it and just be selective on how you say it because I feel like everything is for game. Right. Everybody should be able to laugh at right. something. Come on now. Yeah, stop exactly. playing. Listen, you're my man. Yes. We've known each other for
0: years. I know good and damn well if I'm at a show for yours. My headline's in trouble You in trouble something, something I said yeah, Something <laughs> I said About somebody's gonna get I know I'm gonna be a target I mean And that's the thing That's crazy about my life Of all the people I know I know all the comedians I'm but like you what you love am I, comedy, what am I thinking? I
2: love it because I'm like, what, what am I thinking You know but what I'm you, saying But you know You come in there With the little fly suits <laughs> Ain't nobody gonna miss your ass You, you know what I'm saying I've <laughs> never seen you In regular clothes Just, Ever mm, I don't even mm, think, mm, you, think mm. you wear a track I do, suit I do I do You do
0: I do I do It's undercover though I never it's I when always I see you clean. That's I, well, I got to be. I mean, I'm trying, man. I, that's all I got going for me. I mean, I need all the help I can get, Bill. I mean, what the hell, man? I mean, I got to do something. I mean, but, I see you but,
2: at, at Waffle House. You got a suit on. You you at IHOP. You got. That's usually suit on. when I get off the plane. The Only time I go there is right after I get off the plane, because the plane
0: food was so nasty. I got to get on. I got to go straight to the Waffle House, <laughs> and you know it's always a Waffle House by the airport. Come on, you know on. how that is. There's always a Waffle House by, by the, the airport. Airports. No you, question about you it. You be in them streets, but, but but let me get back. Let me get back to that subject about the comedic because yes here's where it gets tricky all right if you have companies mm-hmm. if you have it could be clubs yeah it could be one of the networks it'd be mm-hmm. Netflix or somebody if they grow a sensitivity to those issues that y'all like to joke about that could compromise, y'all. Yeah, and give, that's what I'm worried about.
2: No, I'll give you an example. That's right. You're absolutely right. So um, sponsorship, okay. corp, corporate dollars. That's right. So you know you got to play the corporate game. So like, for instance, when I was hosting Last Comic Standing, every joke that I was presenting mm-hmm. had to be screened. Wow. Before I could say it. <sighs> because, oh, no, we can't really? say that. Can you find another way to say oh, that? Lord. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my. Damn. So when you're doing network television, it's like being at, your mom's house on Thanksgiving. You know, we don't curse at at grandmama's house. We don't. Never. Watch your language. Never. So that's what network is. That's what corporate dollars is. So like, for instance, on my podcast, Top Billing, <clears> oh, by the way, we, can, we need to talk about why but, I haven't got an invitation
0: s- on that, but you, that's a different subject for another day. You, you I gonna, ain't got no damn invitation. You, got, you platinum. you up platinum, man. I mean, come on. Yeah, you platinum, But go middle. ahead, Stop man. Planning. Go ahead, man. But
2: real talk, like yeah. um, sponsors want to know that you're not going to be so raw or like you're going to be hurting anybody's feelings or saying this, that, and the other. That's why I love the comedy club. Mm-hmm. Or if I'm in a theater, right? If I'm in a theater, you came to see me. I can do my thing. I'm not being constricted by anybody. But when you're working, there are certain little things you got. You know you can't say anything on ESPN. No, I can't. But you can say more on your podcast. That's right. That's you why see, I have it. That's why you have it. <laughs> so so we can get the real Steven. Right. And then you know you gotta do your thing and you hit it. But there's certain topics you just, you know, I I'm gonna say that for yeah. the cast. No, no doubt. That's how we do it.
0: That's how you do it. Chess move. So 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 in other words, the reason to be alarm about the comedic industry mm-hmm. may be overblown. Is that your way of saying
2: it? Because mm-hmm. I hope I hope you're right. I I, I want to be right. I do want to mm-hmm. be right because a lot of us, man, we are veterans, you mm-hmm. know, you know, and we do have strong points of view. Yeah. And I think people- And y'all smart. Right. And we're smart guys. Like, we're not here to hurt people. Like, right. what happened to Dave Chappelle to me is it, it, not really fair. It's like, you know, look at his whole career. He's just been trying to entertain us. That's right. He's always been pushing the envelope. That's right. I mean, he is- has, he has And a, he's brilliant doing and it. And he's brilliant doing what he does. You got Chris Rock, you got Kevin Hart, you got yeah. all these guys that are- are funny in their own way so you're going to tell them as veterans D.L. Hughley you got Cedric the Entertainer all my guys that now they can't do themselves that doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense that's like that's like asking artists uh uh let's say we use Adele for instance to write different music yeah she's got to write the music that she knows what comes from her heart. That's right. Like, what she her experiences. You can't be like, oh, only write songs about dolphins. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> exactly. I love the fact that you just brought that up, Bill.
0: And the reason why I love the fact that you just brought that up is because when I go on some of these political channels, okay. I be making that argument, and I'll go like this. So let me get this straight. Y'all want to say what y'all want. Y'all want to use the First Amendment. You want to carry as many guns as you want. You want to use the Second Amendment. Mm-hmm. But when comedians want to tell joke, now nah, they should be censored. Can somebody make sense out of that to me? It don't oh, make no damn sense. It doesn't
2: make sense. It don't make sense. no damn sense. The problem we're facing is censorship on, on every level. Everything now is about censorship, whether you're social media platforms, or in our workplace. And as citizens, I feel we have to push back. Mm-hmm. You can't just let people steal your voice, steal your personality, steal what your point of view is. I just saw something that blew my mind. The the guys um in Tennessee that were removed from yeah. Congress, right? yeah yeah the congressional figures yeah congressional one in, figures. in Memphis one these in guys, Nashville these guys speaking the truth that's right speaking their truth right. oh they get kicked out right why they get kicked out exactly because they want to hear it because they want to hear you know what but 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 it was And because it, you
0: weren't the majority. They were the minority. Not just because of the color of their skin, because basically in the state of that in, in the state of Tennessee, you know, the Republicans run that joint. I
2: get it. But I'm saying, isn't this America? Isn't right. it this what we're about? We're about diversity, we're about, you know, all these different colorful voices singing mm-hmm. out their truth. But then now, uh oh, if you don't say what I'm saying, oh, mm-hmm. That's right. Oh, Stephen A. King. Turn this mic off.
0: It comes back to <laughs> it comes back to comedy and music saving us all, because yeah. those are the two things that I think that we've got to be most protective of. Yeah. Laughter be- and music. OK, that's how I feel about it. And so we've got this book here. Top Bill and stories of laughter, lessons and triumph. Yes. Somebody reading this book. Mm-hmm. What do you want them to get from it?
2: man, they're gonna get uh, inspiration first. They are gonna learn a lot about my life. And then they are going to be inspired about dreaming. And I I really want that message to go out very strong because I'm an example of dreaming your life until it happens. Mm -hmm. Like dreaming, seeing yourself. Steve Harvey hit me one time with this one. It was cold-blooded. He said, your imagination is a snapshot of your life things that you could imagine is they're given to you. They're like snapshots of what's possible in your life. Why would you imagine something if it wasn't possible? I was like, damn, that's heavy. He was like, why would God give you a, a disimagination if it wasn't purposeful in your life, mm-hmm. so I was like, man, damn it! I've had some imagination. That's right. I mean, I've imagined. You know I, mean? I imagine being famous. I imagine traveling the world and people know my name. I imagine being in movies. I imagine one day I'm going to be in a movie with Lorenz Tate and Neil Arm. I imagine that. That's right. And it happened. Yeah. Right? Don't forget brothers. And the brothers. Morris you know? Chestnut, D.L. Who? You, yes. who, 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 who don't I don't said, forget I that. I said, I imagine one day I'm going to be in an action. I, I said this. One day I'm going to have Shamar a gun. Moore too. Let me not forget him. Oh, shout out to Shamar. Happy <laughs> yeah. birthday, big bro. <laughs> All right. And um, check this out. I imagined that I would be doing action. I was in a show called Fast Lane. I saw... So, I want people when they read the book to be like, dude, man, this guy, Bill Bellamy, man, he did it. I can do whatever I'm imagining, or Mm -hmm. I can try to do something outside the box that people don't think I'm capable of. And then on top of that, when they see all the pictures Mm -hmm. and the stories, it's so crazy what my commitment to the culture is. Mm -hmm. Like people don't realize that I was in the right place in the right time to make the Jay Z's and the Beyonces and the Ice Cubes and the Snoop D O Double G's become huge stars. That's right. Right. Here. He's on MTV. The guy that's on your show. That's Me, right. Billy, right. Little Billy, because you was giving because <laughs> you was giving them shine before before. Nobody they... wanted to give us no shine. I was right there. They was like, Bill, do you want to go to California interview Dr. Dre? Let's go. That's right. I remember interviewing Dr. Dre. He the first brother I ever seen with the little thing on his ankle. Mm. Every time he walked towards the door, beep, 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 beep. You gotta go back <laughs> in the living room. You gotta go. You can't you can't go by the front door. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> beep, 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 beep. No.
2: Who would ever know? No. Oh. He'll damn near be a now. That's right. he got everybody got his headphones, but he mm-hmm. couldn't
0: go to the front door. You know what? That's why I told them. <laughs> I remember when I had to fill in for Jimmy Kimmel Okay. in August of 2021. Mm-hmm. And they said, Stephen A., why do you want to do late night? That's exactly the answer that I gave them. Except for the culture. Because you're talking about black Hollywood. Yeah. And when I say black Hollywood, I'm not talking about just actors and actresses. Everything. I'm talking everything. And I'm not talking about ostracizing anybody else. But I'm talking about making sure we get our shine. Thank you. On the regular. Come on. On the regular. That's what, that's what I'm hoping for. What's the what's the favorite movie? What's the favorite movie you've been a part of?
2: Ah, I brought a Brothers. It's I brought a so Brothers hard. for a reason. It's so hard. I didn't hard. think you got enough shine in Any Given Sunday. Any Given Sunday, I had a lot was of shine lot in that of, movie, but a lot of it got edited out. If okay. you would have seen my whole... Oh. Man. Bro. L.L., Jamie, I, I Al hey, listen, listen, if they didn't oh. cut out about eight minutes of my stuff, it would have been a whole different movie because wow. Jimmy... Jimmy Sanderson was technically T right. O mixed with um, Deion Sanders. Really? So I had the drug situation, the lady situation, the coke problem, the this, that, Ooh. and the other. And I'm still playing, putting up numbers every day. Wow. And so, when in that movie, when you got to that scene where I threatened the doctor, all the stuff leading up to it got cut out. You just see me begging for the drugs. Right. You didn't realize I was begging for my whole
0: life. Wow.
2: Because everything that I they had. They gave
0: that to Lawrence Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, they gave that to Lawrence Taylor. When Lawrence Taylor was sitting up there, come on, coach, I gave you all these. You can't give me one. When he was begging to let him play there so he could get the million dollar bonus. There you bonus. go. That's I, right. They gave that to Lawrence Taylor. They yeah. took your
2: part. They took they took that storyline away from But that's fine. I don't know if Snow wrote the bad, me a the, letter. The, said, the, he, he apologized. The, so bad, so the
0: bad news is that they did that. That. the other side of it, is, it, it was Lawrence Taylor. It was Lawrence Taylor. Who are you going to be mad it was, at? You it was got L- I me. Mean, LT it is was LT. LT. I mean, Jesus it was, Christ. It was i I've L- never met at LT. It, it
2: was LT. Um, I'll give you a couple. Okay. okay. So, uh, Love Jones, what I love most about that movie mm-hmm. was that I was able to hold my own in a film with everyone being an actor and I'm a comedian. Mm -hmm. See what I'm saying? So I was like, I got to show up my A-game with them. They all actors and they for real. I got to shine. So Hollywood came in there and burnt it down. I kind of just, everybody hate me from that movie, but that's cool, (laughs) so cool. That one, that was, How To Be A Player to me was fun because- It was fun. It was just one of those kind of movies that everybody can find something that they like. And even chicks, the girl that
0: played your sister in that Natalie movie, she was very out. annoying. She was very annoying. She was annoying. very annoying. She, she was, was, she, she was, was hating. F- She was trying to block at <laughs> every turn. She was trying to block at every turn. She was turn. the
2: essential player here at that right. time. Um, the Brothers, what I love about The Brothers, The Brothers is the camaraderie of these friends. Mm-hmm. And they're at a crossroads. And, you know, leaving the fellas is hard. You know, we all got our boys, you know what I'm saying? One of us get married, two of us get married, one of us start having kids, the the complexities change. I love that movie, and I love that family aspect of that in the the situation with my mom, who I was taking care of, my brother was very similar to my real life, so I like that movie. Um, What else did I, that's really, really good for me that I liked? uh, Fastlane. Fastlane TV okay. show. I wish that could've Wait. continued. Cause I was Deke. I was a New York detective from New York undercover. You know, I was more serious in that one. And, uh, Peter Facinelli was more uh, the pretty boy, get the chicks, this, that, and the other. I was more cool. You know Ooh. what I'm saying? Like you, Stephen A. I'm trying, I'm you're trying. Cool, to be, I'm so, I'm you're trying, cool, trying to dude, you're
0: cool, dude. I'm trying to get
1: there. <laughs> this is the moment of a lifetime. The clock sticking like my lifeline Until I flatline I push it to the red line Who gon' stop me high? Who gon' stop me high?
0: You coined the phrase booty call. Facts! Where you get that from? I mean,
2: I deeply the truth. I deeply
0: appreciate
2: it. Did you appreciate it very much? I deeply (laughs) deeply appreciate it. First and foremost, uh, Stephen A. Before you, you know, um, you became famous as Stephen (laughs) A. You was in them streets. I saw
0: you.
2: (laughs) You was in the clubs. Hey, how you doing? How are you? One day, I'm gonna be Stephen A. Smith. You don't know it, okay? So we talking early night. (laughs) Oh, you talking? Oh, that's how you treat me. Oh, okay, I'll be back. 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 Cause we okay. all got ran ran by in the club in the nineties. No question. Pew! No question about it. I remember one time I tried to holler at this girl. She was so fine. She shot me before I approached. I know. She said, Don't, don't even think it. She would say, "Don't, don't, 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 Mm-mm. don't that's, even." I, can, I can't. No even. disrespect. Mm-hmm. Don't even waste it. I, I want to hear. It. <laughs> I can't even count the amount of times that happened to me, bro. I can't. I lost count. I will never forget. I got mm-hmm. shot down in the club, and my boy. I told him I said yo I'm gonna go highlight this chick real quick he was like yo man you sure <laughs> you sure <laughs> that's the kind of indication yeah, that you don't he need was, to go over like, that's the kind of indication so you don't need to go over outside your there. league fam I was like yo you never know you never know I got two three steps all he said to me what she hit you with a bazooka <laughs> <or> <laughs> I said an AR <laughs> but where did booty
0: call I mean that's where so, it right, came so from so booty call came when?
2: from booty call really came from it literally came from the Mike Tyson incident because I, I do a lot of reading on different yeah. current topics and fairies. So you talk about Mike so Tyson with Desiree, Desiree Washington? So when Mike Tyson had the situation in Indianapolis. With, with Desiree the girl, Washington. The girl said she didn't know why she went up there. She was like, I just went to his room to, you know, yeah, Mike said he went to talk to me or whatever. <laughs> I was like, at three in the morning, at yeah. three. Yeah. At three. Right. At three. Right. Not three PM. Right. Three. Yeah. Right. That's a booty call. I said it out loud. Right. Boom. So let's go let's start writing. So now I write the joke from the perspective of what guys are into and what they anticipate when they know they're getting a booty call. So I made a took a tough situation and made it funny. But who knew it was gonna stick? Mm. Like who knew that it was one of those things that was gonna not only How about a song? How about a song? Song. Wait, 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 wait crew. Yeah, booty call. Taco Bell got foodie calls. You know Somebody got like, like you got yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, no, no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> no, so I end up making a song. I end up, you know, coining a phrase. So I, I, I gave a little contribution to the culture.
0: You, you definitely well, little bit, a little bit, a lot of contribution to the bit. culture. As you sit back
2: now <clears throat> and
0: you think about the contributions, because yes. there's been a number of them. Thank you. What are you most proud of?
2: What you alluded to earlier? Uh, Just I, that the people I, you've interviewed. No, what? I think I'm. I'm very. My most proud contribution I feel to the music game is all the people that I helped become stars. I think because it was a window of time that we needed. Mm -hmm. Um, It was a time that where MTV was really going to open up the floodgates for us to be exposed to a massive audience, not just in the hood, like mass audience, like guys like Redman and Meth. was doing big shows, you know? You had Naughty by Nature, Queen Latifah coming from around my way, becoming huge stars overnight. You know what I'm saying?
0: Queen Latifah's so large, she could be the equalizer now, even though Denzel did
2: it. Right. Three, two movies with a third was, She was just coming up yeah. In the 90s. Queen Latifah, It look at her career. Amazing. Amazing. Um, she's done everything, acting. She's done music. She's won awards. I mean, the girl, her sensational. Her, sensational. So salt and pepper, women, like think about this. Pl- back in the day, the brat was at this time the first mm-hmm. platinum female artist to go. First platinum, no, first rap artist that's female to go platinum. Mm-hmm. TLC were the first largest selling female group of all time. That all happened on my watch. Wow. You know what I'm saying? The first time Usher sold 10 million albums, the Fuji sold 15, 16, Hoodie and the Blowfish. And there's, there's it's crazy. A part,
0: there's a part about it that I think needs clarification. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna make it. Not just anybody sitting in that chair that you were sitting in Mm-mm. could have done what you've done. Nah. You know, you got a lot of people that say, well, you know what? He, he hosting the show and that's what they're doing and these guys. No, 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 no. You insisted on it. Absolutely. You and that's why it happened. Yeah, people because don't realize I, I, that.
2: I was like, yo, man, we gotta get if it was you back in the day, we gotta get Stephen A. Right. Y'all don't know who he is, but Stephen A he hot. He speaks to the culture, he's that dude. Where we're Oh my God. They used to say that I'd be sitting in a meeting and they'd be like, Oh my God, we got, we, let's go to the billboard charts and see what's going on. <laughs> I'm like, no, we don't need the billboard. That's right. No, no. I'm telling you, right. I'm traveling around the country doing stand-up and seeing artists that don't get played in New York. Right. And they're huge in Ohio. Right. And they're bananas. Right. They're not playing. Y'all don't know about that. Okay. I remember the first time I came in uh, and I was like H town. They did not right. know who H town was. Right. And they had knocking the boots. Right. Knocking the boots was tearing right. The radio frame. No doubt. What? The first time I heard Knockin' the Boots, I said, what, what, what is that? Yeah. And we, it worked. We, we got to have that on MTV. That's crazy. Yeah. Sure enough, they get it. is like, man, thank you, bro. Woo! We everywhere. Mm. Cass is going from little shows to big shows overnight. That's what happened. Mm-hmm. So now here we are.
0: Fast forward to the year 2023. Yes. You got a book out. Mm-hmm. Um, You're about to be in a movie, Back on the Strip? Back to the Strip. Back to the Strip. Yeah. It said, Back to the Strip.
2: Is <laughs> I'm it, not it, stopping, is, Steven.
0: Is, is it true?
2: Yes. That, that, that
0: you you, you going to be a stripper?
2: Steven, I, I don't know oh, if you know this, oh, no. but I'm very sexy. And so... <laughs> I gotta use what I got while I got it. Right. See, you know what yeah. I mean? So I might gonna... be, I might be, I might have two more summers with right. this sex in before I'm like the, the you know, the right. best friend. You know, when you get fat, you the, you be the best friend. You know, <laughs> exactly. I feel you. Uh, 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 yeah, uh, it's okay. actually a really funny story. Right. Uh, well, tell it to me. Okay, so back to the strip is a comedy w- full of stand-up comedians. You got uh, you got JB Smooth. Mm-hmm. You have Tiffany Haddish. You oh, yeah. have Kevin Both Hart. Both of them hilarious. Uh, you have Gary Owen, Faison Love, myself, and Wesley Snipes. And so basically the storyline is these guys who were incredibly successful, the chocolate chips 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. We were the number one black male strippers on the strip. We 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 break up. We can't get along. Everybody want more money, this, that, mm-hmm. and other. Mm-hmm. And now we got to bring the group back together. And we got to get back in shape. And we got to get back to the routine to save the casino and save um uh uh Tiffany Haddish's uh mm-hmm. casino. So anyway, make a long start. speed it up. We have to be when I say we have to dance, we gotta dance. And it wasn't easy for Face. Uh, uh, okay, so 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 it so, was so, not so, easy so, for So Faze so Island. so so
0: get some details from this. So what you had to do, man? What kind of shape did you have to get First in, like? in? First, what type of shape you had to get in, man? Let me
2: tell you what people don't realize. Okay. And, okay. and guys, when you see a stripper, female or male, respect the game. Yes, it's. Yes, yes. They dancing all day every day. <laughs> I, you, that's yes, like when you see Dancing with the Stars. You think right. it's a game till you right. got to do it eight nine hours. Well, I, I, when I, you got to do this, yeah, yeah, yeah. For twenty minutes, <laughs> this will wear your ass out. This little shoulder roll, and then you gotta turn it. Oh, I hell ain't been in no. the strip
0: club for a while because I I
2: saw some woman
0: upside down on the pole. Slow, and she fell.
2: Oh, she hit it, and you laughed. I would laugh. <laughs> Bow! Yeah, I and would it, laugh. It blood splattered everywhere. I never quite recovered. Yeah, I never quite recovered. The funniest from that. thing I ever seen in and strip club, that. strip club to me was a lady who had a fake leg, and the leg <laughs> fell off, and for whatever reason. And I know disrespect to people who have no, prosthetics, no, no, no. but I could not pull it together because the leg because <laughs> the leg rolled a little bit. It rolled. Oh <laughs> they was like, give it up for Terminator. And she came in, boom, ca, boom, ca, boom. And that leg flew off when she did that turn <laughs> and it just sat by people's feet. They was like, oh my God. And the thing that killed me was the toenails was painted. So I was like, <laughs> She she trying to fake it. She She, trying to fake the whole thing. I said, "Yo, she went out the way to paint the toenails on a fake leg. Oh my god! And it fell off.
1: (laughs) No No, disrespect to
2: girls who paint their toes on a prosthetic leg. Do you, boo? Do you?
0: So you you so what what again? What you have to do? What you have to do to get in shape, man?
2: So we had. Don't to,
0: act like you were ready for the movie no, off tap.
2: I was almost ready, but not ready. I had to really watch what I eat. I had to chill out. I had to chill out. I had to like you know just eat really lean and drink a bunch, a bunch, a bunch of water and just do a lot of cardio. Just because on movie, in movies, you just want to look lean and you want to be it? cut and stuff right. like that. But. Other than that, I I didn't have to do much, but just change my diet. The hard part was learning the moves, and continuously, when we're practicing, you got to continue to do it. And you know, Gary Owen like blew his knee out last day of taping. Blew his knee because because we he had to do some kind of move with his last knee. Time I and remember slide. Gar-
0: Gar- Gary Owen; he was
2: a little bit big, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Like he tried to come down. He tried, uh, to, he, he came he down. Tried, he but when that knee went out, he should have came down some more. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord.
0: Why <laughs> why do you have a podcast? Tell us why.
2: You said it earlier. I'm doing it for the culture. You know, top billing, it to me is the place where you can come for your discussion on where you your life, what you're doing. That's one part. But it's also about the culture. Like I just wanna I just wanna keep contributing to the culture. I want our people who are influencers, who are artists and producers to have a place to come kick it and be honest. Like Mm -hmm. they don't have to do the short version, the two minute, some of my interviews are shorter, but my short interview is 45, 50. Right. But Irvin came on and did like an hour 15. Who? Michael Irvin? Ir- Irvin Magic oh, Johnson. Gotcha. So Magic got a lot to talk about. That. You uh, know I mean? You, you can't write it you, you need to give Magic two days. He he, he <laughs> just bought him and his investment group, just Watches bought the, the Commanders. commanders. Then, then, he, then he still got influence with the Lakers. No doubt. He's the Dodgers. The business he, he runs is about I worth mean, about 700 it's, million. It's ridiculous. About 700 million. So, what part you want to talk about? Magic got so many different. Aspects of his life, family, businessman, businessman, uh, a Hall of Fame. So we just had a plethora of things to talk about, which was wonderful. But then I've had, um, you know, Ice Cube come on and yep. talk about, you know, his wa- Mount Westmore project yep. and, and, and E Forty and the crew. Yeah, yep. you know what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. I want to get more. I want to get more athletes on as well. Like, I I really want to get LeBron. I want to get Steph. I want to get the guys that are in the culture and they're making a difference. And, like, guys that you see want to talk. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I would love to get John Morant, you yeah. know, and and talk about what it's like to be young and uh this successful and have all that pressure as a young guy. Like mm-hmm. I would love to hear his story right. where he wouldn't have to feel so tight. You know, we yep. could just be like, yo man, it's hard, you know. I come from this, I'm trying to do that. I got my boys, you know, whatever. I would love to hear his story. What
0: platform do you suspect will have the biggest impact? Is it the acting? Mm. Is it the comedy? Is it the fact that you've now written this book and people are going to see certain sides of you that you may not have shown until right. this book came out? Is it top billing, the podcast? What do you, you know. suspect will have the greatest impact? I don't know. What I'll are you most honest. passionate about?
2: Well, I, I think I think all of it does because the commitment to it is 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 the sauce. When you can when your brand is consistent on every platform where mm. people can see you interview and you're funny. When people can read your book and they're entertained, people can see you in a movie and be entertained, then it works. I think it's synergy because now. This, just think, like, if I had social media when I was on MTV, I'd probably be at 60 million followers or some crazy. That's news. right. Some stupid number, right? right? But now I have podcasts, I have film, I have comedy where people can see me. Now I have a book that's in their hand that's a piece of me. So I'm in these streets, bro. I'm I'm, I'm on their ass. So
0: basically you telling <laughs> me
2: that you got an equal amount of passion for it all. Yeah. Because it's me. It's it's what I love to do. Everything I'm doing, I love it. Like I'm not tripping, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like coming on with you to me is like, the bomb, because you're my man. It's like I talked to you on the phone. <laughs> now I get to talk to you on the phone on the show. Exactly. You know what I mean? when I, I be talking like, to we always I be want to ask you crazy stuff, yo. I be talking to the TV screen sometimes, and you be saying stuff so crazy. And you did, and you call me when you when the, I'll when be the like, TV screen. Are, are you enough. serious? Yeah, I am serious. I'll, uh, yo, I'll and I'll be say, text, I
0: be serious. <laughs> I be texting them. Really, really, <laughs> <laughs> that's and right. you like really, <laughs> really, really, absolutely. <laughs> Before I let you get on out of here, alright <laughs> I'm with you. Proud of you, proud of what you're doing. It doesn't stop with you. There's no doubt about it. How long do you think you got? For
2: everything. That, to do, I don't know. I don't put I don't put an expiration date on on my dream. I just think that I think I'm evolving. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm interested in what this next evolution will be. You know what I mean? Um, I didn't have a podcast. I didn't have a book in the game, you know, four or five years ago. And now I got another movie coming out in August and I got another project on the horizon. So it's like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just enjoying the ride Ooh. and thanking God for these opportunities 30 years in. Ooh. I mean, I mean, come on. A lot yes. of cats, is Fimoosh. Yes. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> we still here. Let's get it. Top Billings, Stories
0: of Laughter, Lessons, and Triumph. That's your new book. Yes. Ultimately, all these elements, laughter, lessons, triumph, it ultimately leads to happiness. Yes. My last question to you would be this. If you had to give advice to folks mm-hmm. on what they needed to do to be happy,
1: mm-hmm.
0: generically speaking, okay. what would it be?
2: Uh, I feel that like to be happy, you have to really go within. I think you need to really search the simplest things of happiness for you. You know what I mean? People always put their happiness on a on an object like a, a job or money or uh, you know status. Yeah. You know, my happiness comes from knowing who I am and being true to what I want to give to the world. Happiness, like I want to make you laugh. Like I know that I can with a shadow of a doubt in a second make you laugh i can entertain you i can bring energy to a room that's a source of my happiness another source of my peace is knowing that i never sold out you know i don't have to be somebody else and then come in here and put on an act for you i could just be myself that 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 is healthy Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's right. Because thinking you, it. you can't pump, fake can't live a lie. You can't, can't live, live a lie. lie. Now you out here tripping. You looking crazy. And now when people don't like that thing you made up, now you lost. You shook. Now you on drugs. You bugging. No, know yourself. Be true to yourself, and believe in yourself. Does that belief run in the family?
0: Because Shaq's your cousin. Yeah, yeah, that's how and he's a
2: lot family, like that. I mean, we we just what we do, man. No ceilings. Like Shaq inspires me on levels that don't even make no sense because you can't tell me that a man of that size, size. That's right. Just big, he never just relied on basketball. <laughs> no. Wow. Think about that. Yeah, He could have just been like, I'ma play basketball. My man, rap, <laughs> right. he got franchises, this investments. Right. I mean, the dude, he he, he a baby magic. or. I mean, he's, he's a baby magic. He's baby magic. I, I mean,
0: Chris Rock joke, when the hell did Snoop Dogg become Morgan Freeman? But, <laughs> but I got news for you.
2: I got news for you. I think before that, I mean, it's Shaq. Who the hell got more commercials than him? Yo, Shaq got me getting Everywhere. Cru- Shaq got me insurance. He got me on Caribbean cruises. He got me uh, uh when your back sore. That's right. I mean, he give you icy hot. Everything. What else you need? Everything. And then you can see him on TNT. With his, with his, with his, with his, what, what kind of slippers he be wearing?
0: Did, did, did that motherfucker ever yell? Like,
2: did he ever yell? Did, everything. He be like, Listen, Steven. I don't what you think. <laughs> I got my reins. So what? Brick City. <laughs> <laughs> Only thing he can say clear. Brick City.
0: <laughs> Bill Bellamy in the house, baby. I love y'all, man. Love you, brother. No mercy, baby. Don't leave me hanging. <laughs> Appreciate you, man. Top Billing. Stories of Laughter, Lessons in Triumph. Bill Bellamy. That's the book. Coming All out. Make day, sure y'all go day. check it.
2: Appreciate you, big boy. Outside all day with Stephen A. Smith. No
0: mercy! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot,
2: man. This
0: has been a presentation of Cadence 13, an Odyssey company in association with Stephen A. Podcast Productions. Episodes of No Mercy are available now for free wherever you get your podcast.